I'm Dan. We start to work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like, I'm a professional packer. You know. You want things packed. Green Bay? You go into, I'm a professional, not Green Bay, the other kind. You know, I show up at your house the night before a trip. Oh. Uh, you've you've bag packer. You've drank in a special concoction that I made for you before you went to bed. You know, so I don't distract you or I don't wake you up. Let's just say it'll help you sleep a little heavier. Huh? Then, when the coast is clear and when you are two steps away from being dead in your bed, I sneak in there and I pack all your clothes into a suitcase and I pack everything you need for your trip. And you wake up in the morning, bag's packed. So when you say you do this in the middle of the day, do you... Middle of the night. Okay, but... Middle of the night. But... It only works if it's the middle of the night. Anyway. It only... People only pay big hefty bucks you to can't, me. You can't talk about If that. it's the middle of the night. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, for my Durham Work Podcast. How you been? Hey, I'm, I've been pretty swell. Feeling all right. For some reason that we'll get to later on. Oh, okay. Sunday, I was moving a little more sluggish. Oh, yeah. But we'll talk about that we'll later. Talk about that. Hey, man. I went to the Great Wolf Lodge. Go into the Lodge. Great Wolf Lodge. All right. And how was it? It was pretty cool. Did you get a magic wand? So here's the thing. We did not get a magic wand. Ooh, did your kids cry and throw a fit? No. One of them was like, I wanted one, but here's there's a thing at the Great Wolf Lodge. Great Wolf Lodge is, there's like 10 of them in America, right? Which one did you go to? The one by here? Uh, by us, the one in Washington. I think there's one in California, on the a couple on the East Coast, maybe. Okay, it's a frontier themed water park. Is that what it is? Well, there's wolves. I assume like monks and stuff. It had something to do with the First Nations people because the one that is here is on reservation, reservation land. So maybe it's kind of that time they don't have. Cowboys and Indians, they just have chipmunks and stuff and wolves that are the characters. Mm -hmm. So I think they did the right thing with it. Uh, But it was all decorated up like, you know, kid themed, kind of like Disneyland, Frontierland style. Yeah. All the rooms, we got a room that had a wolf's den. It had bunk beds. Their rooms, whilst being very expensive. Oh, yeah. Are pretty cool. Yeah, they're decorated nice and painted nice. Yeah. It was like a kid, like a den, and you go in, there's like cool, I don't know. The family ones are really cool. There's like stuff the kids can climb in to get Mm -hmm. into their bed in a weird way. Yep. It was very, very expensive. Luckily, 2019, we were given a gift certificate to this place. Oh. And uh, we were planning on going middle of 2020. It didn't make it for some reason. I don't remember why. So we just got got around to using it, and I'm glad that I didn't pay for the room and all the extras because the room was covered, and that includes the water park entrance. And then there's just one thing after the next that is like money, money, money. Oh, yeah. Get what? your get your wallet out. Like what? Like the arcade. We just went to the arcade for. Uh, I mean, the place was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Everything there is super cool. Everything's there is super cool. It's great for kids like two 
tent, like probably Jackson's right at the end of top end, top end of it, except for they have awesome water slides that he loved. But all the activities for the kids and everything went to the, they have an arcade and we just went to the kid, like for the birthdays, we went to an arcade recently and I gave him, I, you know, I talked, I gave him 20 bucks. Big baller. And it lasted him an hour at the arcade. Yeah. I gave uh, Daniel 20 bucks. I was like, okay, we'll get four cards, 20 bucks on them. Daniel was gone for like five minutes while I was waiting for Jamie to come down. <laughs> and then I go up next to him and he was out. He blew through 20 bucks. Every game minimum is 250 per game. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, I did not expect this. <laughs> and that was when we see these kids walking around with wands and they're going around and scanning things on the wall. And yeah. there's some story. That they have to do or something. You go on a quest. There's a, a, a magic quest. Yeah. And Is that uh, what it's called? Magic quest? Magic quest. Okay. You did it, right? Uh, Dylan did it. But you were with him? No. I was hanging out in the water park. He was wandering around with somebody else. Okay. So it requires... I think it requires an adult to also be along with him. Uh, so like somebody with a cell phone? Somebody... Yeah, I don't know. It requires like... It seemed like a lot of the dads were doing most of the works for the kids five and under. Okay. So I just saw like a little four-year-old walking around thinking this wand and this dad like reading through this quest book and like figuring out which floor of the hotel they have to go to next to scan mm-hmm. which thing. And it looked super cool. And it's like they start out, maybe there's 20 kids walking around doing this thing. And then I think more and more kids notice what the other kids and are like, dad, let's do that. Mom, let's do this thing. I'm like, all right. And each one of them was like 55 bucks for a wand for a wand to go around. And I'm like, okay. See, Dylan got a hand-me-down wand from somebody else. Yeah. And I, I swear they said it was like $80. Yeah. So he was playing with his friend. They were going around doing it together with a pink wand. Okay. So they were it was, using it some was from a girl. One they had one to share between two people this time when you went. Yeah, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I was I talked to a dad and I was like, Is this thing cool? And he's like, Well, I wish I would have gotten on eBay before coming here and just bought like four wands for my kids. Yeah. But you know, you're on vacation. They just know you're gonna spend a lot. You of have money. to. So that was it. Daniel blew through his twenty bucks. <laughs> he wanted to do the wand thing. Jackson didn't really want to do it, and I was, like, about ready to. And he's like, all right, we'll just play some more in the arcade. So I put more money on their cards, another 20 bucks each. Yep, so another five minutes. 160. And then I was like, all right, we're playing games that take a long time. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, <clears throat> and then they burned through that, and we're heading back, and... I had fun playing the arcades, some cool cool games in there. Played Jurassic Park with Jackson. I was oh. in the zone. Awesome. I personally was in the zone. I didn't I didn't want to in the team. I didn't want to spoil your big baller last week when you said you put $20 on all the cards mm-hmm. because you know. cuz uh I I remember taking Dylan and one friend to the Dave and Busters, mm-hmm. which is a pretty awesome arcade. They have some pretty cool games. And uh, I believe we all got 
fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. It, Three guys. Uh, no, Rebecca also got fifty dollars. Okay. So it was four of us. But it was like some package. Maybe I'll check out Dave and Buster's. It. I mean, they have cool games, like not just arcade games, but like the stuff that you like sit inside mm-hmm. and it's like v, not VR, but you know what I mean. And uh, so then we're done. We're heading back up to the room for the night. I said we could watch a show or something before going to bed. And then right by the elevator is the final dragon battle with the wands. And it's like there's this big old big screen TV. They go into this room. They do this wand thing. They have to do all these different moves with the wand to defeat them. Okay. That they learned on their quest. That they learned on their quest and all these all these things. And then Jackson's like, what? Both Daniel, like they had, they'd only seen kids walking around. They're like, pointing it at the wall. He looks awesome. I want to do it. I'm like, no, sorry. Too late now. We made a decision and you chose arcade. So next time, maybe. It, the way they have their setup, it is pretty cool because they've integrated all those games into the actual hotel. So it's not something that you go to a, a specific spot and play a game or ride a ride or whatever. They they just have it all over the hotel. Yeah. So they're not wasting all that space of just random hallways. And they claim the, to the kids, if you get in the elevator, you lose points. <laughs> okay. So everybody, you have everybody to take walks the stairs. stairs. I mean, to save from backing up the elevator with. A thousand kids running around with their wands. Okay. But that was it. That was uh, it was a great time, man. Great Wolf Lodge, bring your pocketbook. Yeah, and don't – you better come correct. And you're there with your kids. You just have to. You just have to. Nobody wants – no child wants to go to an awesome place with their dad and then have their dad say, I'm sorry, that's too expensive. Eat this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean – Feel that – uh fake boulder on that your bunk bed is made out of nobody that should be good enough nobody wants to have their dad tell them that but you know nope sometimes that's the reality any dad going to the great wolf lodge should, yeah i mean that's, okay that should be enough okay to get if you paid to get into great wolf lodge you're you're all right if you know how much the room costs yeah but you build in the cr- price of four water park tickets yeah. it breaks even that's that's the way I always figured. They just build that water park into the price of the room. So if you're not using the maximum capacity of that room, you're losing money. Yep. I invited some hobos off the street yeah. to just come ride, come get hang, clean, hang out in the water park and get clean through the day. That was my good deed. Hey, hey, uh, Dan, we wouldn't happen to have any emails. I heard that our friend Andy passed, sadly passed away. Yeah, that was sad, but temporary. Wait, temporary. Good, good. If you go to afterworkpod.gmail.com, you can donate money to his afterlife, which is now. Hey. He's back. From beyond the grave. We got an email from Andy. It's titled, there are no, oh, sorry, sorry. I got to do this right. There are no games, only Azul. Was that some sort of Star Wars thing? No, it's Ghostbusters, you idiot. (laughs) Gentlemen, are you familiar with the board game called Azul? It's a tile drafting tile placement game, and it's great 
Then, uh, then they made a second one, stained glass of Sintra. Oh, I can't always read all those letters, which I didn't like as much. And then a third, Summer Pavilion, which my wife loves. And now there's a fourth, Queen's Palace, which we have played twice now. I lost the first game because my wife stole my flowers. They were my flowers, and she took them. What is she doing? But Andy, you ask. Uh, there I am aren't... asking, what is she doing? <laughs> but Andy, you ask. There aren't any stealing game mechanics. Are you saying she drafted the tiles you wanted? No, I yell in reply. <laughs> I needed those flowers, and she stole them from me with malice. A forethought. Wow. Wow. That's a big word. I only think I know what it means. Wow. We played again a few days later, and I won, largely because she didn't steal my flowers this time. Oh, I hate it when our ladies steal our flowers. This is is one of those games, Azul. Did we talk about this before? Perhaps. Every time I've, I've brought it up, I said, I always see this game, and I never get it. And I always hear everybody say how awesome it is, but I don't really understand how it works, so I didn't ever get it. But I'm I'm probably just going to have to get it now. I think you have to. Have to get it. Thank you so for a, writing in, Andy. A tile building, what's it called, type of game? Tile drafting, tile placement. Okay, I like those kinds of games. I have a couple that uh, are like that. There's what's one the one? Carcassonne yeah. is tile placement drafting. Is it similar? So write in, Andy, and let us know if it is similar in any way to Carcassonne, which you pick up a tile and then you place it and you build like a map. Yeah. So there's like there's like a maybe sometimes there's Rivers. a river and and fences and roads and farms and cities and yeah 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 I remember I played that you try and get points by having your people on the right thing that's right okay well that I love tile placing games and there's an awesome Minecraft uh, tile placing game that this is my, not the Minecraft podcast my kids got for Christmas no and you take tiles and you like. It's the like the three whatever turns, three point scoring sections, and it's like you get this many points if you have these tiles out. Have you seen like that type where if you okay, all right, no, it was a sweet Minecraft game. I don't That's placing tiles. I like I like selecting tiles and placing them down. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, then um, this sounds like this is for you. I should probably try tiling my bathroom. Why don't hey that that's Arc a fun game. tiles. Ooh, ooh. They should make ceramic Carcassonne tiles, and you play one game that lasts forever on your wall. With Forever? Your f- yeah, I mean, you better have a big wall. Once you're done with it, you tile it. Oh, oh, it's just. You, gr- you do the oh, grout. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You do the grout. I get it now. Okay, all right. Thanks, Andy. I'm glad you're alive. Well, Dan, there's another thing that happened this this past weekend we talked about. For some reason, I slept on the couch Saturday, not because I did anything wrong, just because that's where I found myself. And then I was like, maybe I'll just keep laying here. And then you did? And then I did. Yep, that's what happened. Oh. 
What happened, Dan? So we had our 25th annual whiskey night. How many have we done? Not How many that we, many. I like think it's probably 10. 10? Maybe. Over probably not four even. years? Yeah. We took, Two years you know, off for some we took reason. one random pandemic off. Yeah. That's all. Something. Next one. This was a good. We had nine people this time. It's pretty large. Whiskey has, I've noticed that since the pandemic started to here, whiskey has gotten way more popular. Like the liquor stores, it couldn't be transportation issues, could it? I feel like it's just more adults drinking whiskey. At the beginning, it was just people staying home drinking. Uh huh. But then throughout, it became people with more money than sense hoarding. Yep. And that's what it is now. So it's like, I've been at my house for a year and a half. I have this money that I would have spent doing things outside of my house, maybe going to the bar. Or Greece. Or Greece. So I'm just going to start an awesome whiskey collection at my house, like yeah. you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how was it, Dan? It, I feel like it was very successful. It was a success. Great success. Yes. Pairing successful. We paired whiskey and chocolate cake. Mm. I think the chocolate cake was a big hit. And instead of putting it out right at the beginning, like normally I have some sort of snacks or something, and it's just sitting out there and you can grab it and munch on it as you go, breaking it up right in the middle because we had nine, like eight, nine whiskeys or ten, maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. Ten whiskeys to to sample. Yeah. And what we learn about. Learn all about. We, uh, so beforehand you got, like, like we tend to do, like you tend to do, excuse, pardon, pardon you, Dan. Like you tend to do, you found the YouTube videos that corresponded cl- as close as you could get to the whiskey choices. Yeah. Uh, our go-to is. The Whiskey Tribe. Whiskey Tribe. They. In. Austin, Texas. They have many names. Rex and Daniel. They have a... One bald guy with a beard and then another guy that has different hairstyles. One video we watched, he had a bald head. And then another video we watched, he had very long hair. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. I love it. Grew it so fast. I know. From one to the next. Five minutes. (laughs) So what... We... We, uh... The... The plan for the whiskey choices... Was something special. That was the theme. We normally do a theme, which we might have to stop because we've exhausted many themes. All the themes. Uh, So this was something special, which means whatever it means. I don't know. But um, I'm just going to give a rundown real quick of all the things that we tried, and then we can discuss how the rest of this went. And when we get to mine, I will describe why it was special. Okay. And I will also with mine. So I put them in order, and we just tried them in order of proof. So highest, lowest to highest content. Uh, the first one we had was Makers 46. And then we had an Old Forester uh, Bourbon 100 proof. And a Four Roses Single Barrel. And E.H. Taylor Small Batch. A 1792 full proof, a Booker's, and uh, that was one that I brought, 
And that was special to me because my wife got it for me for Christmas. This past Christmas? This past Christmas. That and was it, a fancy one. It had like a plexiglass. It comes in a box. wooden box with a plexiglass window on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we had an Angel's Envy. That was the one I bought, brought. Yes, it was. Because I was at the liquor store and uh, and the night before I'd gone out to the bar with my wife and she saw some Angel's Envy on the at the bar and she said, oh, I remember that. I like that stuff. So then the next day when I was like, what can I get that's special? I assume, like I said, all the good – it seems like there was no single barrels – at the whiskey store or no. It seemed like everything good in the whisk, like... It's all gone. Special was all gone. And so I just bought that. And I was like, this is special because I get to take it home and my wife will like it. That's a good reason. Uh, then we also have a a Bull Run 14-year uh, wine cask finish. Bull Run is a That's local. a local distillery. If you're not familiar... Bull Run is the reservoir that the general Portland area gets water from. But this is just a distillery called Bull Run. They stole and that they, name. They don't actually do distilling. They source barrels of whiskey and then bottle it under their name after they do some finishing. Uh, probably makes it cost a little bit more, but be a guaranteed good whiskey, you'd think. Yeah. But more than you could get another one. I don't know. Oh, maybe I counted this extra bottle in there. So maybe there were only nine. There, the, And then uh, the last one that we had was a Redbreast 12 cask strength. That is an, an Irish whiskey. That is that Irish. That last one was the only one that was Irish. Everything else was bourbon. And the Angel's Envy and the Bull Run were a finished bourbon where they put it in a mm -hmm. different... Like a wine barrel at the end to make it taste more finishy. That was a great turnout, man. It was For, great. It had been since the fall, since the last time you did one at your house? It was last summer. Last summer? We did one. Outside. Barbecue yeah. outside in the summertime in the, in the lull of. I'm sure we talked about it on this podcast. Covidosity. Go, you know. go back 35 weeks. You'll find it. It was back there a ways. Um, I got an an extra six Glen Karens from Costco. They were on sale at Costco. And so I had 14, I believe. So everybody have one now? The, well, we had nine people. We had 14 Glen Karens. And I'm looking at this picture and there's only two left that didn't get used. So I don't know what happened to all the other ones. I, every time I set mine down, okay, you try and snatch it up. Yeah. Because you weren't keeping track of your glass. Somebody was going to make a distinguishing <laughs> marker and oh. bring it. Oh, yeah. That was and me. then they didn't. Oh, that's, that's right. That would have been very helpful to have a little thing with your initials on top of it. That would be pretty sweet. But if only you know, we knew somebody that had wood lathe. They didn't do it. Yeah. So I like specifically. Um, you know, a little tipsy, feeling those tasty, tasty whiskeys. I enjoyed every single one of them. I've just got to the point, like I've said, I just enjoy whiskey for everything now. I mean, I want to see how terrible I can go and still be like, hmm, 
that's fine. Like what the limit is. Okay. Have you? Oh, all right. What should I go for? Black velvet. Does that count? Is it, is that whiskey? Oh. That's just like whiskey that seemed like it's really watered down. It's with no spirit. It's got no soul. Yeah. I. You should just find. I. I don't even know. Because they're all pretty good now. Well, there's pretty good and great. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I'm just like, ah, oh, that's pretty good. These are all pretty tasty. Yeah. Like before, I I mean, I drink them the right way where it doesn't make me like burn my na- burn my throat going down. Right. You sip it. A little, little teeny tiny sip a sip. <clears throat> but yeah, good company. You have a new friend. A couple new friends showed up. Yep. One guy brought, I don't want to brag, brought caramel corn and cheese popcorn cheese popcorn that he made himself he made it himself yeah hopefully after work right um we can't talk about that yeah about that man so how how were you feeling the next day i felt great i woke up at like six in the morning i don't know why (laughs) because after you left uh there were a couple of stragglers so they didn't leave until after 11.30. Okay. I should say my wife drove me home. Your wife did drive you home. And she had the sense to stop by McDonald's on the way. Oh, that was smart. Oh, yeah. Yum. Yeah. Uh, because no. I was like, Dan, I, I could have I swore. I said, Dan, is there going to be anything to eat there? And in my head, you said, yes, probably something. Okay. I ate all <laughs> I ate all that candy corn. I noticed that all the popcorn was and all gone. those nuts. I ate so many nuts. And uh, I had a Costco sized thing of mixed nuts uh-huh. that I bought. Like I went to Costco that day and I bought a chocolate cake and a Costco sized mixed nuts. And we ate you know, two thirds of that cake and you know, three quarters of that. <laughs> giant yeah. tub of nuts. The those nuts, man, they help the medicine go down sometimes when you need it. I was surprised because I just put like three or four bowls around mm-hmm. and just put nuts in all the bowls. I was like, wow, this thing really is almost empty. I learned how to use one of those pour spouts. That was a game changer this this year, or yeah. this yeah, I guess this year. This year, first time, twenty twenty two. We're now in a in a world where we can have a metered pour. Usually, I hate those at the bar. Oh, when right. The guy puts that on. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Just eyeball it. Just eyeball it. You probably won't mess up. But you have to hold the thing perfectly upright when you're pouring it yeah. for it to do the meter. You got to have conviction. And not backwards. I don't think it matters backwards. Because I did it and was holding it at a 45 degree angle, and I was like, it's just still going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, and then it was, that might have been what that happened a couple of times. Okay. I learned by the seventh drink. Okay. Okay. <laughs> those, but those metered pours are pretty cool. There's like two ball bearings inside. So it, it is only supposed to do, the one that I had was a half ounce. Mm hmm. That we were using. And so it was like a half ounce of whatever it was. And you just tip the bottle upside down with conviction all the way. Gotta like believe you're just going to dump the whole thing yep. in there. And it goes click. 
and then it and then it stops at yep. a perfect half ounce pour. Nice. Well, that's gonna be awesome. Next time you're all set for whiskey night eleven. X one or is it one X? Six. I don't know. I can't. I don't know Latin. One oh, dang Roman. Roman. Wait. No, it's our Roman numerals Latin. It's V. It's V V one. No. Oh, no, it's X one. No, dang it. I mean, V is five. X oh, is ten. One is one. All right, I'm out. But it's I not. If you know Roman numeral numerals for eleven. X one. We'll show afterworkproject.com. X I. X I. Because uh, ix, if it's before, you subtract it. If it's after, you add it. Hmm. So ix is nine. I didn't get a great score in my math class. I don't my, think they did Roman numerals. My Roman math class. <laughs> I kept yelling at them for, you know, killing Jesus and all. Uh, hey, Dan. Uh, now it's time for a little thing we like to call around, 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 around. the. What's happening, Dan? So I did quite a bit. I was shamed, and I have repented. And I have decided that I didn't want to talk about anything around my house this week. That's probably because you didn't do anything. No, no. It's it's out of, you know, solidarity for these past few weeks and you. Anyway, what did you do? I'm not going to say. Nothing? Okay. I will not say. The things. Because you did nothing. Uh, so I had three raised beds in my backyard. Had three. I had three raised beds in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Now I have two. Wait, what? Uh, I took one completely away. It's all gone. Goodbye. Where did the dirt go that was in that raised bed? In the other two raised beds. And now they're filled all the way up. Oh, okay. I was like, man, this dirt is really getting low in all of them. And I also wanted to be able to get through the fence mm-hmm. so that I could get a vehicle if needed in the backyard. Yeah. And that was the best place for it. And I couldn't do it with a giant box of dirt in the way. And so originally I was thinking maybe I can just cut the end off of part of it and rebuild it smaller. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, whatever. I'll just take the whole thing out. And that was, you know... It's two and a half feet high, two feet two feet deep, and eight feet long. There's a lot of dirt. And, and you know, it's, it's three quarters full, but it has a lot of dirt. Yeah. So I just, luckily, I didn't have to wheelbarrow it around. I just put it straight into the other raised beds, filled those up, and planted one of them with tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchini. Nice. And garlic. Ooh, it's that season. So, I got all that stuff going, That's cooking. everything for some nice uh, salsa. Just need some tomatillos and some onions and yeah. jalapenos. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I got that stuff planted up. That was quite That was quite a little endeavor, and I s- pulled apart a bunch of the wood. Some of it has a little bit of rot going on it, but some of it, there's a good eight-foot-long Two by sixes. Mice. That have just been weathering. They have Those a nice like, gray patina. Ooh. That's like a sixty dollar board. Each one of those. I know. They were bring they, it back to Home Depot. <laughs> they were not that expensive when I bought them. Yeah. It was a while ago. I looked it up 
I planted those planters in 2019. Oh, perfect. So, you know, I got, I got three years out of that one. And, uh, so now I just have two, but I actually did end up pulling a trailer in that hole that I made and I pulled the fence out. I went and I got two yards of, um, bark, whatever, bark mulch. Mm -hmm. And I pulled a trailer full of mulch into the backyard and wheelbarrowed it around and covered up the whole the far side of the house there's some some amount of pavers over there and then just a whole bunch of nothing and all that got covered in two yards of bark mulch and the front too yeah so it's on the it's on the, the other side of front no that was already all done so this was just like the far side of the house opposite of where the shed and those raised beds are on the mm-hmm. other side in the front and the back, like there's a gate over there. Nice. It's just bare. That was the day after whiskey night. That was. I wow. some my neighbor said, "Hey, uh, I for some reason get a discount at this place. I don't know why I get this discount. Nice. But would you like some?" And I said, "Oh yes, thirty percent off of mulch." And and he said, "Hey, since you got a." canopy on your truck why don't i just take this brand new trailer that i just fixed up and i want to use and we'll go over there and get it and i said all right let's go sounds good (laughs) how much did your wife pay that neighbor to bring this all up to you no he just happened to just happened to bring it out up out of nowhere bring it up wow yeah great neighbor um so then dylan and i my son we moved all those two yards of that stuff all around the other side. But it was convenient that that trailer got into the backyard. Yeah. You weren't able to disconnect it and push it all the way back by it hand? It was very heavy. Oh, yeah. Very, very heavy. He didn't, he didn't also have one of those trailer moving wheel things? No. Oh, gee. All right. Jeez, buddy. And also it mover. came in at a tight angle. Anyway. All right. Okay. I'll allow it. I'm going to have to do some fence surgery if I want to fit a car in there because it's only seven feet wide. Oh, just get like a smart car. <laughs> yeah, because sure, that's what I want to get in the backyard. Just I want to get a truck car. in the backyard, you I'll, idiot. All right. I'm dude. sorry. That's the second time <laughs> I called you an idiot. I apologize. Uh, who raised you, first of all? And also, can you apologize to everyone else for your, you know, the way you are? I thought I do. Every at the end of every show. Okay, say it's fair. We'll wait till the end to hear it. Okay. Um. So that That's was. Awesome, man. That was uh, also. It was nice and sunny that day. I was getting a little sunburn going. Oh no! No, it was great. It was great because it's not sunburn season. Is so it? it's not really that bad. Okay. I didn't get a bad sunburn, just a little bit where it's like, ooh, it's oh, yeah. a little itchy. It's like good that it happened now. Yeah. Because it'll remind you in a month. Yeah. To actually have somebody rub rub their hands all over you. Sure, I guess. Yeah. So our, our yard looks real good now. Ready to be sold? No. Sell that house, move off to... Austin, Texas, be close to those guys at the Whiskey Tribe. Oh, that'd be Maybe cool. they need a 
second Dan. They got Dan and Rex. Maybe they need a... No, they got Daniel and Rex. With Daniel, so I'd be Dan. Dan, Daniel, and Rex. That's right. Because they obviously need a three. Third. Yep. All right. Well, there, there it goes. Let's just go out on that, Dan. Unless you have one last thing. Because I have no more. Oh, well, in between. So I, I told you I woke up early. Let's not go out on that. Okay. In between, what'd you have? What'd you do? I, I made a spread for breakfast. I like to use my poor man's... Blackstone, I call it a, a griddle that I plug in. Your big plug-in griddle. Yeah, I did. I did uh, my my hash brown potatoes, where I just cube them up, and I learned actually that those work pretty well in my cast iron pan. Mm-hmm. And then I have my whole skillet for cooking bacon, and then once I got my bacon cooked, then I can use the skillet for cooking pancakes and eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I still have the warm potatoes over in the pan. Because before, I would cook the potatoes first because they take a really long time. Mm-hmm. And then I'd put them on a plate, but then they'd kind of get steamed and soften. Mm. But I like the crispiness on the potatoes. All right. Anyway, so that was a good breakfast the day after. Because it's in the cast iron pan with the lid, and it's staying pretty hot. Or just the, no lid, the just pot on just a little stays, bit, yeah. Stays hot. Yeah. Nice. So it was a good breakfast. Enough to get you through the day. Maybe if you had a breakfast like that every Sunday, you'd get a lot more around the house done. I'm just saying. Probably. You're right. Well, I'm glad you pulled your weight this week. Somebody had to. No, I had dozens, dozens of things around my house. Name one. I can't. Can't or won't? I don't know. (laughs) That's a hard question. Well, Dan... We'll see y'all next time. After work. And I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you.